It's a good show. Okay, this is Moses Allison, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio at The Record Company in Boston, Massachusetts with the fabulous Mary Lou Lord. Say hi, Mary Lou. Hi. <laughs> and, of course, her very silent <laughs> guitarist, Joey Boston. Hey, Joey. Yeah. Can't get his tongue. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and now we're joined. In, like I said, it's been 20 years in the making that I've wanted to have you on the show. <laughs> it's been just about as long that I've wanted to have our next guest on the show. We went to high school together. She has carved out a super, super cool career as a photographer, as a venue owner, and as just a, you know, as someone who's been associated with so much great music over the last you know, several decades. I'm super proud to call her a, a, a classmate from high school and a friend and to welcome her to Radio 8 Ball, J.J. Gonson. Whoa. <laughs> I, you, I've been carrying that around for epic. a long time. You were epic. You were super cool in high school. And the last time I saw you was hanging out. We were at the, the a Van, a music festival in Vancouver and you were handing out tapes for this band called Heat Miser. Uh. We were talking earlier. Did you take one? Um, I think I did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were in this. Actually, we were in this. It was super crowded in this room, and we just sort of ran into each other, and we're like, "Hey, what are you doing here? What are you doing here?" And you said heat miser, and that stuck in my brain. And then years later, I realized, oh, that's <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> and so, anyway, and Mary Lou obviously has a. We we talked about it. Uh, the the first time I saw Elliot Smith play was opening for Mary Lou in Olympia, and I was saying how embarrassed I was that I totally didn't get it the first time I saw him and I've, I've carried around a lot of shame about that because I a, a year later I became a huge fan all of that is context welcome to Radio 8 Ball JJ thank you you haven't changed a bit uh-huh. <laughs> I still talk too much is that what you're, saying? you're a brilliant host <laughs> well thank you thank you and uh, well let's talk about how you and Mary Lou are connected you're both fixtures in the Boston the musical firmament of, of Boston and you were just you were saying we you you were saying you couldn't quite even remember how you connected, but you also were saying that you just saw each other a few nights ago at an event. What's what was what's the most recent? <laughs> how time? ironic! I know. Yeah, the most recent time we've seen each other yeah. was the other night, Sunday. 
Monday yeah. night? Sunday night? Yeah. Monday night? For a Bob Colby's... Bob Colby's going away party. Mm-hmm. Saturday yeah. night. No. Yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Yeah, I think last Sunday. S-A-T-U-R. It was I Sunday know. night. The, yeah. Um, and it was great. Bob Colby, it was like this kind of an all day long uh, once reopening. It was part of the grand reopening right. celebration. Exactly. Uh-huh. And it was. It was an all day affair that started with the... Um, the Somerville Arts Council's Summer Streets mm. Festival, Strike Up the Bands, with three bands. Amazing, amazing bands. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. It was fun. And then there was 15 bands that played that night, right? Yeah, for Bob Colby. We loved our, our friend Bob Colby, who's uh, been a fixture in the Boston music community, uh, moved to Tucson. Um, so we're going to miss him a lot. So a lot of us came out and gave him a, a proper send-off, I guess, yeah. Did you play, Mary? I did. Ooh. I played a couple songs with my daughter, Annabelle. Um, yeah, it was fun. And then she was there, I saw her there a couple nights ago. Okay, right? <laughs> yeah, see, she's she yeah. Annabelle. She's a little social butterfly She's awesome. Days. Yeah, I've yeah, I've a, a future Radio Eight ball guest, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. as far Our as kids how... had a band together, remember? Yeah, it had the best name ever. Do you remember? It's Cloud. I ate the cloud. I ate the cloud, and yeah. it was it yeah. was abbreviated to I ate the number eight. Yeah, TC. I ate TC, and and Oliver still remembers. I'm sure Annabelle does too. I think they of both course. remember it. Yeah, their first their band. band. Very cool. How about that? That is pretty cool. It was all born out of, I yeah. don't know, a long car ride, as I remember. Yeah, long car ride. Yeah. I, I think, ate the cloud. I ate the cloud. I love it. I love yeah. it. And yeah. I like that they, you know, I'm I'm kind of an eight fetishist. So. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there's no documented material because they broke up after their first <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> well, now, it's, do- now it's documented. Gig, yeah. Now it's documented. It's like, you know... If you were there, like everyone says they were there. They but. did it. They were part of the benefit for Girls Rock Camp. Yep, Boston. they did it. They played yeah. one set. Perfect. Yep, and retired victorious, really. <laughs> exactly. They right. never had to do that thing where you play in front of four people on a Tuesday night. No. They totally dodged that. They played yeah. one right. huge yeah. show yeah. and yeah. That's it. Perfect. It's a perfect band. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And as far as uh, how we know each other, I think that uh, my... We our lives sort of like ran parallel to each mm-hmm. other like, in many many ways, like in the eighties, eighties and early nineties. I remember and... we're about the same age, but I remember you playing like busking mm-hmm. when I was hanging out and taking pictures of yeah. punk bands and stuff yep. like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we've been sort of we've and we even have sort of circled around in the same areas in other like we've yeah. <laughs> Where our paths have crossed many, so many, many, many times. times, and some the, some similar of friends, uh, but different. Co- so it just makes sense that mm-hmm. our, our kids would have been in a band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so the perfect gig. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, it, yeah, Che Che's just like this amazing person um, that I, I'd love to know more about. So mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here with Aww. you today. And, and yeah. And currently, you are run. You are a venue owner. You yeah. run the once in Somerville. Uh huh. And uh, people in obviously everyone in Boston knows it. It's a it's, it's a renowned venue and a great place to get food. I would but... say that that's a stretch, but some people know. <laughs> you know, but we don't do food there. Wait. Wait. What? 
Uh-huh. I ca- I'm also a caterer. Oh, that's why. And my what... catering kitchen is there, and you can hire me to cater amazing food with the punk rock spirit. That's why I got confused. All local, politically active. Yeah. Of course. That's cuisine on locale. Mm-hmm. So we're in the same space, and then once is the ballroom and the lounge next door. Good. Thank but you. But we all share a common flight path. Right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And, and, uh, it's a little weird, so that's why people don't know. No, no. And you're the person who connected me with this uh, with this venue, with the with the record company. Oh, which yeah. Which has been amazing. I'm a amazing. big, big, big fan. And when bands come through, I always tell them about it. And um, I think it's an amazing resource. I have family members who record here. That's, yeah. Yeah. Great. It's a great resource. A great yeah. secret. Yeah. Mary Lou, yeah. when she walked in, she was out. just like, oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this is real like punk rock, man. You know what I mean? Like the whole the area. Yeah. It's just yeah. Uh it's outside is it's just cool. It's so cool. Yeah. 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 It's and, so cool. and it's the real deal. The real deal for sure. Yeah. I'm coming back. I bet. With JJ. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll sing back in vocals. The reunite, the re- uh, you can uh, reunite uh, I Ate the Cloud. You can do an I Ate the Cloud tribute band where the mothers play the yeah, songs right. of the kids. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. super they meta. Play? They probably played Imagine Dragons or something. I don't do you remember. remember what they I think that they played a Nirvana song. Do I they? really do. They might have. I think they did. I, I could see them doing right? that. Yeah. 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 That's okay. Not That's okay because that. Oliver at that time had that floppy hair, so it was really good for stuff like that. Yeah, so cute, so tall. Yeah, yeah. he's really yeah. tall. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, let's let's dig into this format. I know that you were super excited to ask a question, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask my question. Are you your, ready? Your question for the Pop Oracle. Yes. All right. What do you think of the films of Winona Ryder? So again, let me just make let me let me just get uh, we'll we'll excise yeah. that excise that moment okay, of weakness. So. It's not a question for Mary Lou. Yeah, it's a question for the, <laughs> for the universe. For the yeah. universe. So oh, like, that's fine. Okay, you can still ask a question about Winona Ryder. I want to. Okay. Yeah. So I need to understand what what the question was. So be like. like the question would be like, <laughs> am I ever going to meet Winona Ryder? Oh no, I've already or met her. That's okay. Is did she really? Steal? Is she really a shoplifter? No. Or no? Don't do that. Uh-huh. You know, I would ask. My question would have been like, if my Winona Ryder question would be because I was up for Heather's. Like, what if if I had got the Christian Slater role in Heather's, would Winona and I still be friends? Like, that would be a question that I would ask. You actually auditioned for that? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Anyway. Well, now I don't have a question because I thought I was asking Mary Lou, and I was excited to hear her answer for that. No, no. But the, the thing is, it's a randomly chosen song that answers the question. So. Okay. So. It's okay. I'm all confused. It's okay. But I have a question. So. It, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to think. Okay. So, uh, JJ, what is your question for the Pop Oracle? Vinyl has come back, and we're seeing a resurgence in cassette. Will the 8-track return? Will the 8-track return? A great question, and now to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to spin the Wheel of Eight. (laughs) Na, 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 we love eight. Six. And that is song number six, which is The Wind Blew All Around Me. Oh, oh. okay. I don't know if I'm going to... Re- I might have to bail midway through. Uh. Well, Joey Boston will help you out, I'm sure. 
All right. Let's go, Joe. Look at me laughing. Look at me joking. I'm having such fun. Look at me screaming, look at me choking, I've been overcome And look at me hang from your windowsill Look at me stand on the top of your hill My voice rang out like a dentist drill And the wind blew all around me Muscles are shot me. Look at me sleeping, look at me flying way out of my body. Look at my plane, should we go for a spin? And look at the kids asking where we've been. You took the controls and I stood on the wing, and the wind blew all around. The Wind Blew All Around Me from Mary Lou Lord. Is that one of your songs? That's a Bevis Fraun song. That's a Bevis Fraun song. Yeah. And that was the answer to the question, will 8-tracks be making a resurgence <laughs> from J.J. Gonson? So before we get into the interpretation, is that, what, is, is that on any of your records? Um, did I record that? Uh, yes, I did. I, I recorded that um, for a record that I made um, with Nick Solomon, uh, called Baby Blue. Um, there were some covers on that, including the Bad Finger Baby Blue song. Um, we did a Pink Floyd song, Fearless, and we we just kind of had fun. Um, and a bunch of, uh, Bevis Fraun songs that weren't so widely known. Not like the Bevis Fraun are widely known anyway, but these were like (laughs) I I was just like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. uh, In other words, of the 80 Bevis Frond fans, only two of them. <laughs> surprisingly, they've been, I know. Yeah, I, I know, know right? And they're coming, right? They are coming. Are you going? I'm opening. Yeah. For no. The, yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. Oh, so snap. Annabelle's going to. Um, Good job, babe. Is she going to play with you? Yeah, I've got a full band. So Annabelle's taking Joey Boston's gig? She is. Oh, yeah. well, you know, she's, she's... probably better. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, and he also produced the uh, Got No Shadow, right? Um, Nick Solomon. Did... Nick, uh, well, 
um, Tom Rothrock and Rob Schnaff uh, okay. produced it, and Nick was there at the helm guiding. And um, there are tons of Bevis Ron songs on that. Yeah. Uh, so with the Baby Blue, it, it was recorded much more quickly. It was done in maybe six days as opposed to two months, like Got No Shadow was. Um, and we, I went to London. Um, we were in Bromley and little studio over there um and we just kind of had fun and that was one of the songs on i think that that's on that record anyway yeah so i don't know so well jj what did you think about that is the answer to the question about eight tracks coming yeah back? i was working really hard on that yeah yeah so what i got from it <laughs> is that it's sentimental and that it's talking about things that happened in the past. Mm. So I yeah. sort of, that's where I was going, was this sort of like looking backwards in a sentimental kind of way. Mm-hmm. Well, she, that's as far as I got. I'm, I'm looking up the lyrics here. Um, the thing about standing on the wing, I don't know. Yeah. Sentimental. Yeah. Yeah, well, and then it's she. That's I lost my gig to a tribute band. Something about that, like there's a like that seems like there's haven't this, we all like there's an like the, like yeah. you lose like you use the, like someone original loses a gig to something that to something that we have this nostalgic feeling for. So maybe like I gotta say, you know, you know, you probably don't know this, but I actually did put out an eight track in the '90s. There was a guy oh in Can my. there was a guy in Vancouver wow. who had a thousand unopened eight tracks and he would burn because they'd never been played so he would he had and he got players and he would burn like 500 or 100 for you for like three bucks a piece there was definitely in the 90s an eight track label that was you know doing limited runs of Mm. things yeah Yeah. they were great i love them i still when i see them they're still they bring me such joy just as artifacts Yeah. Uh, but they are really annoying as a format. A cassette player just came into our home recently. That's a beautiful sort of thing. Exciting. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. we adopted That's a cassette player. Similar. We, we rescued a cassette player. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Poor thing. Seriously, yeah. it was crying in the cold. Yeah, we brought a... it in. Good. And now we can listen to. Cassettes. Because what do we have from cassettes. our 80s past? Tons. Tons of cassettes. Boxes mm. of cassettes. Mm. I, Great I, mixed had to, I had to get rid of them. Do you think the them. bleed is insane? I haven't found out yet. I just had to get rid of them. Because no. I know I did that. But I, then I got rid of my vinyl, too. Somewhere oh, I've got that. a demo of Harvey Danger Flagpole Sitter that wow. they sent me when I had a label. Isn't that cool? Missed that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, see, you can't throw those things away. No. Yeah, those that, demos, that's like, different. that's the... No, not the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I have them. a I have a They Might Be Giants cassette demo. Right. That was that is a treasure for me. Sure. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> are they, what are... Can you remember other, like, like, demo treasures? Like Harvey Danger? Oh, yeah, I have Endless... Endless, She's probably got endless cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. I've, I've actually, in sometimes I give them back, like I give them to people, mm-hmm. but I have some. Mine were, uh, I was driving in the car and I was really going through a big, folky phase. It was Miss Passim. Um, mm-hmm. and I was driving and I heard the song on the radio and I guess it was 1990 maybe 89 and and I pulled the car and I had to find a payphone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called it was 
ERS, I think. And I said, who's that woman singing about the motorcycle? And they're like, oh, that's not a woman. That's Daniel Johnston. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, where do I get his records? And they said, well, he doesn't have records, but you can get his tape. And I said, sure. well, just tell me where. And so yeah. in your ear. Right. Yeah. So I went to in your ear and I said, do you have any of this Daniel Johnston? And they're like, oh, yeah. so it was in the glass. Uh, and right. In, in the, the case. Cabinet. Yeah. In the yeah. Case. And I got it. Uh, Hi, how are you? And I think maybe even Yip Jump. And I said, what else will I like? And I remember I had money on me that day for some crazy reason. And they loaded me up with a uh, Centrato, had a cassette in there. And there were all these kooky little cassettes and I had never really heard this kind of music before and I said what do you call this kind of music because uh, it was still really early on it was still the 80s I think yeah. and he said well lo-fi <laughs> yeah I guess we were and it was or, one of the first it was sort of right before there was this thing called bubblegum pop and then it all remember and then it all sort of became indie yeah yeah kind it was of. a moment when it was called alternative right that was fun they had names so I have a good cassette <laughs> Um, collection of when I worked at Tower Records. Mm, I worked there. Were, <laughs> of <I did>. course <laughs> you did. <laughs> we probably worked there at the same I time. <laughs> I worked there, I remember it was like the week or two before they opened and painting the bins purple. Oh, God. I don't know. I, did, you... I worked there when they were already open, but not, okay. you know, it wasn't long in. And yeah. I worked in cassettes yeah. and I worked when this machine came in that you could choose. It was like... Um, it was like a jukebox. You could choose a bunch of songs, and then it would burn a mixtape. Wow. And it, it, we were bored, basically, <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of people using it, so they wanted us to, like, experiment with it. So I have all these tapes, of, and it's all, like, the pop songs of the day. It's not mm. like it's particularly edgy. Right. But there are these amazing things, these kind of archives of that year, yeah. whatever that year was. Of So it was limited to what you could pick to burn. Well, yeah, because it wasn't like there was a computer talking to the world about those songs. Mm -hmm. It was like what had been preloaded into this whatever dinosaur of a database. That's pretty cool, It though. was, and yeah. it also printed the label and the liner card, like, So you can for make your own mix. Yes. Oh, cool. And there was, like, a book of songs, and you wow. could program it in, and we were trying to sell it, so we would uh -huh. show people, like, look, you can do it like this. Uh -huh. And you could do... Early bird, Spotify, right? <laughs> early. Yeah. 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 Or even early bird Pandora, kind Pandora, of. Pandora, right. Like a radio thing. That's so yeah. crazy. Isn't that why? I, I don't remember that at all. So I'm dying to go back to them and see what's on them, because it would have been oh, sort yeah. of the pop music of the moment. Exactly. And this would have been... 89, 90, what? Yeah. 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 89, mm -hmm. 90. I was in my, I think I was in my last year of college. Mm -hmm. So now everybody knows how old I am. <laughs> um, so, except you don't know how long it took me to get through college, you see. Well, it, it, we've already established <laughs> that we fast. went to high school together, and right. I've been honest about my age on this show. So, <laughs> listeners course. will be able to figure that out. But, I think so. Yeah. It's a clever crowd. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, uh, the, my most treasured cassette is actually one I recorded off the street from a, there's a, before, so before I could get into clubs, when I was 18, when I was going to Cambridge school, when I was a high schooler, I was like my, working at Chi Chi's Mexican restaurant that you could have gotten into clubs, you know? Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I was, you know, I was such a good boy <laughs> back in those days. <laughs> and, uh, and so I just figured, you know, you're not 21, you can't get in. So I would, I fell in love with the street performers. And there was one guy, do you remember Kenny Holiday? Uh, 
blues musician, oh. played a silver dobro, had yeah, a bass yeah, player yeah. who just had a string bass. Yeah, I and do. they it was I would go and I would just sit there and he'd play dirty blues songs mm. and and classic blues stuff, but like like oh like where uh, right in front of the Harvard. Uh, Harvard Coop. Yeah. That was his spot Still right on the spot. corner. Mm-hmm. And I would like get, get, I'd have money in my pocket and I would go and it'd be like a gig. I'd put $5 in and I'd sit there for like an hour and a half and just like, just take it all in. And one day I went, brought my cassette, my little boom box and recorded it. And it's still one of my favorite right. cassette, mm. my favorite like yeah, treasures. That's so cool. And, yeah. you know, I've heard, I actually heard from someone that he's, he's passed on. And so I don't know, you know, sometimes like with great musicians, right? They, some people get huge and they're huge for the whole world and some people are just huge for you and it's like how can you not know Kenny Holiday is right up there in my pantheon yeah. with Elvis Costello and all the other major people who have, who have influenced me I almost said infected me <laughs> I meant influenced me maybe infected me too so yeah talking cassettes with Mary Lou Lord and JJ Johnson right? wow um well, uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of want to just hang out here all, all, all night with you, but they have a hard out here. So is there, JJ, is there anything you want to let us know about, about things happening at once that are coming up in, this will be coming out. com. Yeah. O-N-C-E-S-O-M-E-R-V-I-L-L-E.com is where you can see what's coming up. Cool. And up, and up, and And this will be out in like Thanksgiving time, so. A wide variety of things going on all the time. Uh, I mean, I, it's really best to just look at the calendar. Because there's so many good things Well, yeah, through. I mean, we do, we do Moth Radio Hour. We do heavy metal concerts. We have private events like weddings and birthday parties. Like, there's so much that's going on there that for me to start to list it. You'd end up leaving you know, too many things out. I wouldn't even know which to pick. Right. Do you guys yeah. still do the rock and roll trivia? No. No. I want to do one. Can I do it? Yeah. Okay. Totally. Cool. Oh my god. Can, so a Mary Lou Mary Lou Lord Rock and Roll Trivia Night is going to be an experts night. People get I, I think it'd be really fun. <laughs> I think really we should cool. do it. All right, I'm down. There's a right? whole Bevis Franz section. <laughs> Wanna do it monthly? Like, I would love to. Okay. Done. I, I wanted to do it. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this is, is legally happen. binding. I think it'd be really cool. Yep. I have some fun questions. And yep. I, I played this game in my head constantly, and it would be great. To I think actually, it'd be awesome. Right? Yep. Totally. Yeah, it'd be funny. Totally. And funny prizes. Totally. And, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I'm totally into it. You know what could be great prizes? Old cassettes. <laughs> oh. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, grab bags for sure. Grab bags. Yeah. yeah. Treasures from, from the 20th from, century. From the wing of the plane. Yeah. Aww. The wing of the plane. So oh, sweet. nice bring back. Hey, thanks. So are you having like a uh, photo? Uh, exp- there is one up right now. There is one. Yeah. Do you yeah. want me to say something about that? Yeah, sure. Where oh, is- no, it'll be down by then. It oh, comes it down in mid-October. Oh, okay. Wait, but it's I could go see it oh, while I'm here. Where is it? It's Just at um, 1050 Mass Ave on the fifth floor in a private gallery called the Dietrich Gallery that you can just walk into. And it's 25 portraits. Yeah. Um, and there, some of them are people that you'll know immediately. There's a couple of them that you'll be like, that face looks familiar. And then you'll see the name and you'll be like, I know who that is. And then there's a few that are people that maybe, you know, or maybe you don't know, depending on which part of the music yeah. scene you dropped in and out of. But it's a, it's called Visage du Punk. 
Hmm. It's Faces of Punks. Cool. Go see it. Yep. <laughs> but it's cool. not it's not up in November. It's up now. It'll be touring the world in 2019. I hope so. That's yeah. no, beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Ball Show. It's a good show! <laughs> <laughs>